is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always gone. Rebel scum. <laughs> Rebel scum. <laughs> Rebel scum podcast. I'm Brock. This is. You're muted. And it's episode 312. James. <laughs> what Rock is right. up, James? What is up? Well, look, we didn't, we, were, we, we didn't do last week. Mm. Uh, so I'm I'm rusty. I'm a little rusty on, on the controls. <laughs> episode 3112 we are end at the end of a star wars drought we have nothing to talk about this yes. week per se but we have bad batch coming in literally three days two days two days uh, two 21st days. 21st that's exciting uh they're not gonna drop the entire season they're gonna go episodic on this right I believe it's episodic. I think you know two episodes at first and mm. then weekly. Yeah, I get, it ends right before May fourth, sometimes before May fourth, yeah. leading into the Phantom Menace in theaters. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm let Brock, Brock. I'm debating whether or not to go see this movie in the theater. I've seen it in the theater a couple times. I saw it in 3D with you. Do mm. I see it one more time for the for the twenty the twenty fifth anniversary? Do I see it one more time for fun? Do I not? I know. Spoilers, yeah, it's like probably won't happen. I don't. Yeah, probably not. But it's like, isn't it like it's, uh, Skywalker's Academy saying May first is? I thought it was like a day before May the fourth or whatever. Yeah, I thought it was a third. Whatever. It's, it's like, playing for like, a, for a period of. But it's playing for a couple weeks though. It's like it's out for like a few, like a, for a period of time. So you can see it on May fourth if you want. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not playing in Canada. You know what? Blocked. I'm blocking everybody. <laughs> it's probably not playing in Canada. I saw um, our Patreon good friend Barry Brophy sent me an AMC movie theater bucket, Brock, for Ghostbusters. Because everybody's all on the rave for the Dune popcorn bucket. Like, that kind of, like, mm-hmm. but, like, the the uh, the Ghostbusters one looks awesome, and it's at AMC, and I was just like, <sighs> we don't have an AMC anymore. Because we live in Monopoly land. They don't have it. Yeah, like, um, what was I going to say? I saw Cinemark. Cinemark has a bunch of uh, uh, Ghostbuster stuff, too. I was like, oh, fun. Uh, but you know what? Like, it's just like all that garbage you just you buy, like, for the hell of it when you're there, and then it just sits in the oh, back of a cupboard for 20 years. I have, a, I have a 17-month-old. I'm not buying. I can't spend money on that uh, right now. Uh, but he heard it's in select theaters, May 3rd. Yeah, select theaters. So... This is my problem, Brock, is even if I wanted to see it, it yeah. might play at a theater near me, but if the theater near me is 45 minutes away, and I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie, it won't be in the theater with good sound, because it's not an upgraded theater, it's got like one AVX, so like the sound sounds like, sounds like my TV, and I, I watched the movie The, the Killer, Killing, mm-hmm. with Michael the Fassbender, killer. the new David, David Fincher, have you seen that? No, not yet. So I watched it, I won't 
talk about the movie, but I will say this because you know sound kind of everyone complains about sound mixing at home now when people watch every movie. Like this sound mix sucks, and I'm one. Like, I'm like, why is the sound? So-? I put these things in my ear when I watched it, and I was like, the sound design is incredible. I took them out, and I was like, I can't hear. Like there was like no. So it is like sound bars, just like invest in a really good sound. Not that these are sound bars, but invest in a good because I'm telling you the difference was remarkable. Now I'm gonna watch all the movies I couldn't hear in the past just to hear them <laughs> with proper sound. Because uh, anyway, my point is the theater that I go to does not have good sound. Oh, just go to Buffalo, says Heidi. Oh, <laughs> it'll be a snowstorm in Buffalo in May. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, so like, we'll see what happens with that. I forgot about that they were re-releasing that. I don't see why you wouldn't. I, you know what? You treat it like anything. I don't know if they do this in the states where they like specific dates. They'll show old movies like, oh, come on September fourth, and we will play Gremlins, or we'll show like, you know, there's if you know if you keep tabs on scheduling. So it's like, maybe it'll be something like, like, like select theaters, like uh, Skywalker's Academy was saying. It's like, yeah, like, maybe there'll be one in Mississauga, maybe there'll be two in Toronto, who knows. Or they're just, you know, we'll just do what my wife said and watch it on Disney Plus at home. So, I don't <laughs> but what do Disney I know? Plus. I don't have Disney Plus, can't watch it. <laughs> I can watch it on Blu-ray, NVHS, and DVD, but <laughs> actually I think I have it on digital too. But look, yeah, she's right. Like you, But you know, the theater is... And I think with the, the pandemic having passed us by, I think we all know that the theater is a, it's a, it's nice to go there. Yeah. And, watch oh, yeah. and the thing is you watch Phantom Menace and I, we go, I mean, it would be nice if they added something to it like Lucas did, but they'll never do that. Um, like the 3d aspect was nice when we went to go see it again. Cause it's, it is refreshing to see these, these movies that we love in the theater even though we own them on multiple formats, it's nice to just go hang out, buy some overpriced popcorn or not, sit down on chairs and sit with like-minded folks who all just want to have a good time watching this. Like-minded folks. <laughs> yes, we've gone to the symposium. Get out of here. Um, yeah, no, I, I just went to the theater this week and I was like, oh, so much fun. I, I love, I love, like, I went with a group of people and they're like, hey, do you like the movies? I'm like, I love the movies. <laughs> it's like, oh, do you like to go? I was like, I'll go any day. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to the theater in the middle of the afternoon is an amazing idea. So, <laughs> Dune and Phantom Menace. That's a lot of sand. That's just, it's a lot Dune of Menace. sand yeah. going on. I gotta say, I, I, the Barbenheimer kids, everyone's like, what's the next one? It's like, there will never be another one. That was lightning in a bottle. You can force, you could try, but it's not gonna happen. That was like, that was the most wildest thing to watch unfold. <laughs> like, because at first, I, I was like, why are they releasing the same day? There's 52 weeks in a year. Just pick another weekend. And they were like, nah. And then both of them, I think more Oppenheimer than Barbie, but uh, like, they freaking like, just they're like the two runners at the end of a marathon, like helping each other across the finish line. Like, yeah. the, like Oppenheimer, I believe made a I was going to make a lot of money, but I think Barbenheimer, like friggin', it tugged that thing across, like the helping hand, like reached out and pulled it through the mud pile. It's freaking amazing. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. I, I love people like, when's the next one? It's like, you do know that was a marketing scheme. <laughs> like, you got tricked into wanting to watch both these movies at the same time. 
Great idea, though. So, I don't know. I just like people just go to the movie. Just, just go. Who cares? <laughs> well, the problem, though, is exactly what Reham said. It's you. It's gonna it, like all these movies are coming to your home, your, your home, very fast. It's not like the old days when we had to wait a year to, to own it. You know, six months to to rent it or whatever. Now it's like forty five days, and it'll be on that streaming service you're paying for. Mm-hmm. And you know, so people just don't go. But what one movie that is going is Dune Part Two. The reviews on this thing, like the early word, <clears throat> which I would take with a grain of salt because you never know who these people are. But like, it's like apparently like a mass. It's like the it's better. It's like Empire Strikes Back level of goodness. I don't want to oversell it for you, Brock, because I know you're very excited for it. And I, there's always like that fear, like when you find out something's like really good, that it's not as good as the really good. You know what I mean? Like. Even if it is as good as they're saying, you've already built it. So I don't want to do that. You're not like that kind of person anyway. But apparently it's phenomenal. Trailers look great. It's not my cup of tea. I might have to watch it. We'll see what happens. But I wanted to talk to you about Dune and Star Wars. Because I know you like Dune and Star Wars. I, I believe. You're other, you have a Dune, Dune Sandworm Scum podcast also on another <laughs> channel. Fremencast. <laughs> The fear is the mind killer. <laughs> Anyways, that's, that, those are things from Dune. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know. I got 18. I had the making of the first Dune, the, the old uh, yeah. 80s Dune with Patrick Stewart and uh, what's his face? Kyle McLaughlin. I just, I didn't know who anyone was. And I looked at it and I said, I am not interested in this. And then 30, whatever, 40 years later, I said, maybe I'm interested in Dune again. But what yeah. I want to talk about was Dune and Star Wars. They're both very similar, right? I believe George Lucas took some inspiration from Dune. You mentioned the sand. Everything's got to have a lot of sand. He took some information and some inspiration. From, there were obviously books before they were movies. He didn't take inspiration from the 2020 Dune movie. He took it from the, the novel. Have you read the books? Yeah. Yeah. I've read the first two, and I hope to read the third one this year at some point. How many um, are there? Oh, there's tons. I think they keep made. They kept making them even after Frank Herbert died. So there's, I think there's at least six or seven he wrote, and then I think his son took over. But yeah, like and like, <laughs> spoilers. Like the main characters of the first two are gone <laughs> after that, and it's just descendants of the original cast. So it's like even if they make all these movies, like Timothy Chalamet may have two more movies to be in than Zendaya like so but like it's cool I I, I it's they're a product I mean because he wrote them in the 60s I think so it's like they're a product of like well we're figuring this out or, or just I don't know like I find when you read older books at times like if you were to read like Huckleberry Finn now it's just a, it doesn't feel like oh I read it's just a book I just read now it's a certain type of writing right or like uh, to kill a mockingbird right it's a product of its time so it's like the original dune is a long book and if you're not into it it's like this is like i said this to my wife because she doesn't really want to see dune part two either and i'm like it's like you either like it or you don't there's no in between like it's 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 like it's 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 dune is if they in star wars if they never left tatooine where you're just like it's a lot of sand, so uh, I don't know. There, there's similarities, is like 
mostly based around the whole idea of like there's a galactic empire and they're evil and there's a chosen one sort of thing so yeah i, I mean it kind of stops there but like there are parts in here where you're like oh you totally ripped this off of dune so and it precedes star wars and just the book i guess but yeah so it's like it's good i don't know yeah, I just know I know very like very little about it. Yeah. To the point I would compare it to my knowledge of a woman to go see the It movie, the new It in British, and I thought the clown's name was It until like five hours yeah. before we saw the movie, and you were like Pennywise. I go, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about, Brock. Uh, so that's my level. But what the thing is, you brought up all these books and Star Wars. Kathleen Kennedy got in the on the hot seat because she didn't. She said that they didn't have books to fall on for stories and people go what do you mean there's legends it's like you know what she means you idiot it means star wars isn't based on novels it's an original idea and all the movies we've gotten have all been original ideas obviously boring from dune and lord of the rings and blah 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 but with dune there's a lot of books like you said do you think like we could be in this this part where star wars is kind of here because star wars is almost it's almost turning away from what it started as, right? And it's more like actiony, fun, actiony, all that. But Dune could Dune kind of surpass Star Wars in I don't know about pop culture, but in like in geekdom in the terms of this is like the, this is the sci-fi fantasy adventure thing that we're looking forward to every other year or every year or whatever. No, because like Dune is like Silma- the Silmarillion of like I mean. It's good, and I'm, a, you know, Dune fans come for me, but, like, it's just, like, there's a lot of, like, slogging, and then you hit the last, like, 100 to 50 pages, and you're like, oh, you know, it's, like, I feel like the second one is called Dune Messiah, and that book just goes, and then nothing happens, per se. I mean, it does. Like, it, the thing is, like, the, the Denis Villeneuve mo- movies make the books better, where you're like, oh, yeah, that's cool, like, the f- that's kind uh, of who, impressive. who did um? What's the '80s one? That's not Fincher. Who is that? What's the director's name? Oh, he, he did Twin Peaks. I can't even think of his name right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So like that one's good, and it's not. It's doing. Why can't it, I think of his name? It's doing like the book credit, but like the Villeneuve books are better. But then of course it's like. Those, uh, the first one is almost three hours. The new one's going to be three hours. David Lynch, thank you. It's like, I think there's a third part, right? So it's like, it's going to be on par with like watching a Zack Snyder thing where like we're devoting like 10 hours of our lives to this. It's like, is it that good? So it's like, that's what I mean, like comparison to the, like, it's not like The Hobbit where it's like fun. It's an adventure and maybe they have some pitfalls, but they make it through. It's like, it's like brutal, which makes sense because it's talking about survival in a desert where like your currency is literally moisture. Like, you know how like in like the first Star Wars were like, ha, they're moisture farmers. That's hilarious. Like in Dune, it's like if you don't have water, you die. <laughs> it's like, it's a whole oh. thing, right? So, um, I don't, I mean, the, like the Dune fandom is like huge so it's like i think if they were to make all these movies it would or at least make the first four or five books it'd be like successful especially if they got Villeneuve to do all of them maybe he doesn't want to do i don't know i have no idea i think he said he wants to do one more then he's done 
Yeah, I mean, he wanted to shoot all of it all at once, right? So, whatever. Um, but I don't think it can... Because it's just like, there's the tripping hazard of it. Like, if you're doing it, if you're being accurate to the book, which Villeneuve is, it's, it's a lot. It's just too much. <laughs> I like it. But again, it's like, it took me a while to fully appreciate Dune. So it's like, it's like... Getting used to alcohol when you're a kid, it's like it's like oh this tastes awful, and then you have to like hone your like your palate to a certain thing, and now that's why you're, you're, beat you're, down you're, in life. yeah you gotta ru- you gotta like rough out your tongue on other things, and then you're like oh whiskey is a fine bouquet of flavors. It's like Dune on like I I had to read the I did like attempt to read it like two or three times before I actually got through it, and it's it's a long ass book, but it's just like I it won't because it's like. It's not as digestible as Star Wars, but it's success and like, hey, look, you have an audience that will give in to something that has a lot of minutia in it. Maybe we, we can put Star Wars, we can do our own thing, but we can up the game on like what it looks like and what kind of story we're going after. Yeah, I don't know. So Dune Messiah is the second book. So is, yeah. is the are the Dune movies part one and part two? Is that why it's called part one and part two? Because yeah, it's the same book. book. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. Long. So there's I think I think there's I can never remember because there are two parts in the book, like part one and part two. And I okay. think there's a third. Um, but yeah, there's Dune Messiah, and then after that, it's Children of Dune. I mean, the Child of Dune. I so one thing that really stood out for me is the movie because the movie came out the first Dune came out in 2020 during that pandemic time mm-hmm. when Warner Bros was like same date right so it was showing up on Max and it was showing up in the theater so in Canada we kind of were screwed we had to go see it in the theater we couldn't watch it at home but in the states you could do either or you had a choice so it did it did pretty well considering like it didn't do phenomenal. But it probably would have done better had it not been the case. But they just re-released it, Brock. I don't even know. If, I didn't know they re-released mm. it, but apparently they re-released it. It made thirty million dollars on its re-release. Hmm. That's kind of, like it made like Madam Web made twenty-five domestically. I don't know if that was domestic or world. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It like for this era we're in of movie going right now, that's pretty impressive. I think like thirty million dollars is that's pretty good. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I didn't know it got re-released, but that's cool. But uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's you're kind of if you got a decent vehicle for Chalamet and Zendaya, like just you're just gonna make more movies. They're kind of the people to like, put into it. That's why I'm asking. I was asking about it kind of with all these other books because that made thirty million dollars, and the the new ones tracking to make a lot, like around I think seventy five million for the the weekend, which again like. Before, you know, 2019, that's horrible. That's a horrible weekend for this kind of movie. But 2024, you're like, that's amazing. It's like 1999 again. So that's kind of gangbusters. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, I don't know. I'm really curious. And I heard, like, I've heard a lot, like, the, the word is that this is like a really great movie, like a phenomenal film, which doesn't surprise me because I think Villeneuve is, and is like one of, like, him and Nolan are like the top two directors right now that like making like especially these types of movies where you actually like sit down like and it's more than just like throwing punches in your face like there's story you don't get that a lot anymore and i think that he's like he's one of the best at doing it um i don't know if I, i'm gonna try i'm gonna try it on when it comes out but it'll be seven hours so it'll take me two weeks to get through it if i can 
But I, I just if it is that good and it makes a lot of money, then there's gonna have to be a third one. Then the question from a third one is is there a fourth one? And but if you start losing these actors, like is it do you think there's a way they could do it where they could kind of like blend like the the new the characters that are in the, the movies now with the future like the future cast like their descendants like is there a way to kind of like make it mesh where audiences won't feel like they're going like full hobbit on us no because a lot of characters just die so it's like (laughs) it's like you can recast like people in this no problem or like you just have a new cast every go every time so it's not gonna be i don't see it being the same as star wars where or, or marvel for that matter where it's like Oh, we connect. I mean, they'll show a flashback, maybe a clip from the old movie, but it's like, I, I haven't read Children of Dune, so I don't know if, like, if uh, Paul Atreides appears to his children at some point. Spoiler, he dies in the second one. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's not going to be the same thing. Because it's like, it is, this would be like art house sci fi, right? Where it's just like, I don't think Dune, like, I mean, watch. I I could be notoriously wrong. We could, in two months we could go to Walmart and there could be sandworm toys and Paul Atreides and his Fremen uniform action figure. Like, like they could make it. I mean, they definitely will at some point. I don't think they made anything for the first one because it's just like weird. It's not a children's movie whatsoever. But like, I don't know. I think it'll do well. Like. I think it'll be a blockbuster because it'll be like a big tentpole event sort of thing where you're like, oh, wow. I mean, like the amount of like media attention the freaking popcorn box has gotten already. It's just like to a point that everyone knows how much of a joke. Like if anything, I would argue the popcorn box is their Barbenheimer. It's like the marketing's new vibe. I'm like, get people talking about like this thing that you can just have sex with because like let's call it what it is (laughs) that's what this thing is all about so i don't know it's it's all it's it's going to make money because one it's like ooh, look at the fancy effects like they're releasing it in 70 millimeter or whatever i'm like cool i'll go to that imax yeah like i will go to that because like i do enjoy this film but like i don't know it's like, I haven't gone to see it, but I want to see Madam Web in the theater. Like, it looks fun. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's find out what this is. Like, so, uh, I don't know. It's When you go see Madam Web, we're going to do a special podcast <laughs> on your experience watching Madam Web. <laughs> okay. I, <haven't laughs> I watched the first, I just <laughs> I've actually watched the first 30 minutes on my, like, streaming thing. I'm like, oh, cool. It's like, it's, it's a cam, so it's like, it doesn't sound great, but like. I was like, yes, this looks like a comic book movie. <laughs> there you go. Dune is, however, not a comic So I, I Googled Star Wars and I hit the news button tab on the Google search. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that pops up is an article from Polygon two days ago. Mm-hmm. Star Wars is a Dune ripoff. Yeah, at least that according today. to Frank Herbert. Um, I don't... I don't know. I just know I saw something else though when I was scrolling down that was like, oh yeah. But you said like sand and moisture. I guess I don't like is it a direct ripoff or because I feel like Lucas probably stole he stole from that, he stole from Buck Rogers, he stole from Lord of the Rings. And I say stole, but I mean this is this is all these artists steal, like they 
borrow. They take inspiration from these things. I don't know if it's a direct steal, but he probably saw something in Dune that he liked and he went with it. And I, that's nothing new. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty easy to compare them to. It's like, <laughs> yeah. What is what are you rambling about, Skywalker? I saw Madam Web the other day. The people I went with got an extra large popper, and so did I. We got the free refills. And they gave me theirs. I still have one full bucket. A movie by Wes Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've watched so many Wes Anderson shorts on Netflix lately. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I love like he gets away with most random things to put on film. <laughs> I so I knew he did the one and I watched it and then like it just kept so I'm paying for Netflix. I wanted to cancel it, tried to do it let me. Then, uh, then I was like, I'm doing it for real. And Aaron said, no. So I have Netflix. So Brock, I'm like, I need to start watching this crap because it's $19 a month. And I, it's just like stupid how much it costs. So I'm like, I'm starting to watch Netflix. So I put on the Wes Anderson short. And it recommended like a thousand other Wes Anderson shorts, all like Raw Doll shorts. I'm like, what is going on here? Did he just mm. like one day like invite Ray Fines, like all his friends? Like, let's just hang out. All you have to do is memorize these monologues. Look at the camera once in a while and we're good to go. And the the worst part, Brock, is I enjoyed all of them. Yeah. It's just like the intricate. I mean, it was like, you know what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyways, but um, what were we talking about? Um, yeah. Dune. Dune should be fun. <laughs> I, I, I am a Tim- Timothy Chalamet person. I, like, I, I enjoy yeah. what he does. Timothy Chalamet, like just like I enjoy his work. Like I've watched, I think most of what he's been in. I've been wanting to watch Wonka, so I was. That's why I just asked, did you watch Wonka? Oh, Wonka, yeah. No, I I want to. I, I probably will at some point, but yeah. Apparently, it's a musical. <laughs> it is. They're not advertising like Mean Girls was a musical. They're just like yeah. we won't tell you that these are musicals, so you will yeah, because it doesn't sell. <laughs> yeah. Which is so weird. I will say, like the Wicked trailer that came out at the Super Bowl, that also wasn't really a musical. I'm like, no. But I think everyone knows this is a musical, though. Yeah. But they were like, we're going to shy away from it. Why? There were, I think, were you there when we saw Sweeney Todd in the theater? No, I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it in the theater, and, and Kyle was beside me, and he didn't know it was a musical, our friend Kyle. Yeah. Listen. And he, uh, he was very vocal. When the song hit, he was not impressed that it was a musical at all. Get out of here, you uncultured swine. But what, what's worse, though, going into a movie, knowing it's a musical and just not liking it because it's a musical, or or people not going to see it for a musical, or going to go watch a movie, finding out it's a, theater, a musical, and you're like, what the... Like, why, why are people, one, not doing the research on what they're about to see, and two, like... Who cares if it's a musical or not? <laughs> like, well, like, they are doing what, what, the trailer, and the trailer's the trailer's job is to sell you on seeing the movie. Yeah, but that, that's recently. Like, no, we're not like it's like, just. Yeah. I don't know. What? No, I, get out of here. No, I didn't know Mean Girls was a musical no. until I read it. I was like, why the hell? Because I thought I'm like, oh, it's that's just like that's. That's more plausible because it's like it's not that well known. Yeah, I knew about it, but uh, my wife likes musicals, and it's it, the music is actually quite good. Um, but like, and the the trailers truly did not show. Like, there was one part where like she sings the hit of like or the one line of one of the popular songs, and it's just like, 
it's just kind of zoomed over. But if you look closely in the, the title, there's a music note in like the A of Mean Girls. So it's like, oh, but really? like, yeah, like <laughs> but Wicked, Wicked is like, you, nobody can complain about that. That was literally yeah. a musical, <laughs> a book made into and a it, musical. It's not even, and it's not an old musical. Like it's only like 20. No. I mean, it's old for like the young kids, but like it's not, it's not ancient yet. Like it's pretty, it should be in our minds. Gleek Play One has the same problems I do watching uh, uh, musicals. She's this, so my problem is Brock. When I watch a musical in the theater, I don't sing along to it. But the next week, Aaron's life is hell because I just sing my life. Yeah. And she hates it because I don't know if you can hear me talk right now, but I do not have a great singing voice. And <laughs> and in the the Miserables, I'm a huge Russell Crowe fan of that. <laughs> I just sing his songs like nonstop. And Aaron's like, you stop it right now. And I'm like, I can't, I can't. The Miserables <laughs> yeah, is La Miserable, by the way. It's La Miserable. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've known you for over a decade. I knew what you were saying. <laughs> but no, I don't know. People are just like, it's like it's a musical. Who cares? Who cares? Like we literally have, we listen to music generally in our cars wherever we go. That's very true. Disney does. He is nothing like the book. God awful book. I read most of those books because there's three of them that are by Gregory Gregory Maguire. And good God, it's just like I want to love this, but I can't. But anyways, I've never seen the musical. I would like to see it in person because it's in Toronto now, I think. But yeah, it's so funny. It's like Ariana Grande is in the Wicked movie. It's like She's not an actress. Sorry. She's not. I mean, I know she was on those like Nickelodeon shows. It was like, she's not an actress. She's a singer. So it's like, no one's going to put her in a massive movie as the, one of the main characters. And it's not going to be somewhere they sing. Like, so it, like that is just a, like a no brainer, but it is true. The trailer for that one, like doesn't, it doesn't even do gravity, which is like the song from that, that musical. So I don't know. How he was singing to find gravity all week. I've never heard a song. I don't know if I've heard a song from Wicked. I know I said Wicked <laughs> from Wicked. Uh, my sister saw it. I know my sisters went to go see it years and years and years ago, but I'm not, I don't know if I've ever heard. I mean, I probably have, but I couldn't recite anything from you, and that's not on purpose. That's just uh, just my life hasn't led in that direction because you I like three things. <laughs> you watch three movies. <laughs> Yeah, but I've seen. I saw the Phantom of the Opera. I saw Joseph mm. and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. <laughs> that might be all I've seen, actually. But I definitely saw those. I saw yeah. those. Phantom of the <laughs> Phantom of the Opera was amazing. I I thought that was phenomenal. Uh, right yeah, now. go watch them now. Which one? Watch what now? Oh, like the movies. I'm trying to read all these chats. I know I'm so behind happening. right now. The minute I look away, I'm behind. Go go go, Joe's. If you know it, yeah, it was Donny Osmond. Donny Osmond came to town. I saw some good old <laughs> Donny Osmond action. I've watched Jesus Christ Superstar seven thousand. Yeah, so dude, it's interesting movie. It's supposed to be visually appealing. What's that? All right, you want to go to the odds? <laughs> Let's go to the odds. Let's do it. The ability of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1! Never tell me the odds. And Brock's frozen. Oh, you're All back? Right. <laughs> Here I am. Do you right. play the video? Never tell me the odds. Yeah, it's done. 
Never tell me the odds brought to you by brought to us by Patreon. Perfect timing for his. Is it me or him? I'm watching. I have to turn on the YouTube to see. Is it who is it? Is it me or is it Brock? There's so many ads. I can't even watch the. Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, just con- constantly passively. Can you hear it's me? Brock. Brock, your internet's me now? your your internet's <sighs> pooping. Because I can hear you. Yeah, go. Never tell me the odds. It's just... It's never me. I'll just do it. It's always you. (laughs) Brock, hard drive, hard hard login, hard login. I'm here. Here I am. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Brought to us by Patreon. (laughs) Should I do it? Am I? Am I good to go? We need to hard log into your internet. Yeah, good to go. Okay, cool. It's never me. It's never me. <laughs> My internet's fine. Um, it's definitely not. Patreon.com. <laughs> oh, dude, dude. It's only, it is only this. It is only when I'm calling to Let, Let's I'm understand just... this. I call into you and then you send to me. Of course you're fine. You no, are the you main don't source. Call, you don't call I'm not the main source. The main source is StreamYard. If we're... <laughs> Yes, but you are sending you're sending your link of StreamYard to the YouTube, so I'm I can't affect anything on it. I'm just I'm sitting here waiting for you to catch up with me. Anyways, Dude. Rebel Scum Podcast, Patreon.com. If you like what we do, why don't you come and support us? That's great. Uh, this is the part I love about the podcast. Anyways, let's just go to the odds. They know the, the spiel. We're not gonna say their names. No, because <laughs> it's just gonna cut it up. <laughs> no, you're fine. Now you're fine. You hard work. All right, perfect. Uh, the wonderful people that put up with our bullshit: <laughs> Heidi Feder, executive producer; Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Dale Ehrman, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D, Josh Price. Matt W. Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Denner Nurse, Disney Disney, Charlotte, Ron Frazak. <laughs> All right, what are the odds today? All right, never tell me the odds. Uh, first odd, uh, Chewbacca will appear in the Lando movie. Hmm. I want to say like 85% because that's so easy, right? Like it's just even if they were to recast who's inside there I don't think that'll be anytime soon. Like it's just so easy and everyone's like yay I don't know how you don't do it. I'm gonna go mm. 40% though Because if someone's not gonna do it, it's gonna be It's gonna be Donald Glover <laughs> It's because he's got <laughs> and I'm not saying that like as a negative I'm saying that as someone who's got the stones to be like no, I'm gonna do this my way and maybe Chewie doesn't fit into what he's doing. That's the other thing. Like you, we don't know what the movie's about, so Chewie no. might not even factor in. But I'm gonna go full Brock because yeah. he's got stones. He's got stones. He does. Uh, <laughs> never tell me the odds. Palpatine will return. Shivy's oh, gonna not in the Lando movie, like just in general. She not general? like like. Well, I mean, like in going forward, not Bad Batch, like mm. something yeah. new. It could be like the Mando movie, 
but like something new. <sighs> mm, I want to say no, but like if we're talking Mando, it's like, well, maybe we'll get more info on whatever Snoke and what the cloning and all that. Well, because I like we could explain that there. I'm going to go 45%. Hmm. I'm going to go 13%. Because just let him go. But at the same time, like... I mean, I say that, but in the, the Mando stuff, like, moving forward, do we not want to see more of how he came back? Because the explanation we got was kind of lame sauce. So I'm going to count that. Cause, but anyway, 13%. And our final out today, Darth Plagueis will make his live-action debut in the next three years. Specifically, three years. I think oh, that would be fun, you know? And it's like we have... have um, what's it called? Acolyte coming out where we could work it in somehow. Next three years or five years? I can't remember what you said. Five years? Three. Three? Three. three. I'm going to go 35%. But I want it to happen. Like, like, like work it in somehow. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go 41%. But yeah, yeah, work it in. Like, we we know he's around. It would be very yeah. intriguing to bring that character in. And you could do... I think you could do a lot with Plagueis, even if it's not what we already know of Plagueis or what we've been told. Yeah. Maybe the Acolyte... We I don't think the Acolyte's going to touch Plagueis, but... Maybe drop yeah. a hint and something like that. Like, just kind of lead us on that path. Those are our odds. Uh, Disney says they're 23%. And, okay. The Palpatine return is not the explanation, though. It's funny, but that's not the explanation for how he returned. The explanation is the pathway to the dark side is blah, blah, blah. And that's like us. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Because <laughs> somehow Palpatine returned is more frustrated. Like, they don't know how he returned. And so he's just saying, well, I don't know how he returned, but he did, and now I'm pissed off. I'm not saying that's good either. I'm just saying that I think that's the most misunderstood line of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. All right, <laughs> podcast over. Podcast over. There's no news, but we forgot the blind the blind. Yeah, I know. I was, I was just about to do this one. Boom. We, need, we need a theme music. Boom, 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 boom. Blind ranking. <laughs> it's like the the Daredevil theme song from the Netflix show. Yeah, because he's blind. <laughs> boom. I agree with Glee Play One. It's a big universe. Let's get a new threat. Yeah, true. Um, but whatever the threat is, they have to just explain to me why and how they're a threat. The, the pathway yeah. to the. Dark side is a plot can in, in <laughs> very true. All right, blind ra- blank is last week was Valentine's Day. We were supposed to record on Valentine's Day, but we got caught up and weren't able to. We were drinking too much wine and chewing on bonbons or whatever. Uh, so our top our bl- blind rank is now is uh, we're going to give you five power couples, five Star Wars power <laughs> couples, <laughs> and you're going to tell me where you think they're going to go. So here we go. And I'm going to tell you, I'll just spoil it. There's no Han and Leia in this, okay? There's no Han and Leia. So don't wait for Han and Leia. I'm just going to let you know right off the bat. Hera and Kanan. Ooh, I was like, I wonder, I hope he does Hera and Kanan. I'm going to put them at two. I'm going to put them at two. (laughs) All right. Two it is. 
Uh, frog lady and frog man. <laughs> <laughs> frog man. <laughs> uh, I am going to go four because I'm going to guess what one of these is going to be and I'm going to save that spot. I don't know if I don't know if you uh and this one you better be careful with this one because they got pitchforks in the chat ray and ben five baby come at me come on come on now come on (laughs) (laughs) uh the next one mallow to buck and chewy (laughs) (laughs) oh number one now Unsubscribe away, Disney Desi. Unsubscribe away. Mallow, go buck, and chewy. I got to spell uh, Rotenuck. That's that's what they do later on. Uh, and the last one, this is your number one. This is your number three is Shmi and the Force. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's your rankings. How do you feel about these rankings? Pretty damn good, actually. Um, this thing's, is that where you would like Shmi and the Force? Do you think they? I, uh, I guess I, maybe three and four are interchangeable. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no. I, I, you know what? I probably would have put Hera and Kanan at number one if I knew what was coming. But like, because they're like the actual relationship in all yeah. of these choosings. Like they're like, uh, they're frog- like oh yeah. <laughs> Frogman and Frog Lady are pretty. I mean. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard us say Frogman. I'm like, yeah, this is probably what he's called. I don't know. I was just thinking of couples. I thought that would be funny. Then I was like, I guess he's Frogman. I don't know. Well, Heidi's got a good one. R2 and the Falcon's navigation uh, computer, which is L3. L3? Yeah, L3. Ooh, yeah. Like, that's a good one. Like, I that's, I think that is the reason why I like that I think Solo exists. is just the, for the fact that L3 is like the Millennium Falcon's, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, hyperdrive. Like that is so cool. Like it's such a great idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I like that movie, but yeah, I agree that is one of the best parts of that movie. Yeah. Is that all right? Do you want to go over to our top five? Let's do it. Top five. See, once we yelled at the internet, it's working perfectly. <laughs> top five. Science. Si- si- uh, si- Top five sci-fi movies that are not Star Wars, and they have to be space related. We were talking about it because I was like, there's too many sci, it's too broad a term. So mm-hmm. basically, top five Star Wars ripoffs. Uh, number five, <laughs> the greatest movie ever made, Wing Commander, starring Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> and Matthew Lillard. In an interview way back in 1990, whatever, Freddie Prince Jr. said, This is the closest I'll ever get to playing Luke Skywalker. Little did he know. I don't. I think he said that. I might be. I mean, it's been 25, 26. I may be misquoting him, but uh, he said that. Little did he know he'd be playing a Jedi in 30, 20 years. <laughs> My number five is just gonna be Denny Villeneuve's Dune because, like, we've been talking about it. We know I like it, so I'll just like put it at the number five. You know, it's not even that much space in it. Like they travel to the planet. Well, I think it's it was predominantly on the cha- on the planet. We probably should have said not Earth. It's probably what should yeah. we should have said. Just not Earth. Welcome to Earth. Uh, welcome to Earth. My number four is Alien, which was made because Ridley Scott saw mm. Star Wars and Fox was like, we need a Star Wars. What do we got? Yeah. 
Uh, mine is number four is Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. I don't know, I just felt like putting a Marvel movie on this, and, like, it was cool, like, a lot of the, the ships and stuff. It's funny, like, the third one is probably the most space. No, that, I don't really know if that makes sense. I feel like it's a little bit more, like, you're in space, like, flying around and stuff, but, like, it's also very triggering, <laughs> the theme of that one, with, like, how Rocket is, is tortured and stuff like that, so it's kind of, like, hard to put on the list. But, yeah, I'll put just, like, that series as, like, a solid space. Well, the, yeah, Alien was kind of the whole Alien. I'm not gonna do Alien, but I never even thought of Guardians. Yeah, yeah. that would probably be on my list for sure, because uh, I probably like it more than ninety percent of my list. Uh, my number three is Sunshine. Have you ever yeah. seen Danny Boyle's Sunshine? Chris <laughs> Evans, Killian <laughs> Murphy, uh, Ro- Rose. What's her name? Rose Byrne. Good mm. movie. Great movie. I like that movie a lot. Sunshine. Uh, my number three is going to be Fifth Element. That's one of those like movies you discover on a Sunday afternoon on cable TV, and you're like, "What is this?" Uh, do they go in space? Yeah, they go in space. They go to the thing. Oh, the whole uh, thing. Weird. Chris Tucker's so Chris Tucker. Yeah. Uh, my number two is a bit of a cop out because they're on Earth, but it's Interstellar. I'm going to go Interstellar because there's a lot of interstellarness in Interstellar, and it's kind of weird. And then they go to, like, future Earth, or the spoilers. They go to future. It's like dimensions. The soundtrack's phenomenal. Just, what? Listen to this music. Uh, my number two is going to be Flight of the Navigator. Truly. Oh, so good. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, I miss the 80s, you know? Like, just, like, they did not care what to show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What to show, like, children. Like, they were like, this is going to freak you out, but you're going to love it. It's true. Uh, And my number one, Spaceballs. (laughs) That's my number one, too. I was just like, uh, Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Gotta be be Spaceballs. Yeah. Yeah, Flood and Nam- Navigator is a phenomenal one, as Disney does. I, I, you know what? Um, yeah, never thought of that one either. I think that was too earthy because I had a rival at one point on it, mm. um, and uh, Close Encounters, and I was like, wait, these aren't. We gotta be. We gotta narrow it in a little bit. This does does uh, yeah? Would uh, what's the creator like? That's a really good movie. It's just super new, like in that space. Like the, oh yeah, that probably mostly on Earth. They do go to space. I, I really like the creator. I thought it kind of lost its way towards the end. Like the ending mm-hmm. was kind of getting a little out, out of hand. But I thought it was a the, the fact that it cost eighty million dollars to make blows my mind. Like because <laughs> it looks, it just looks so. The visuals are so crisp. Like it just looks so good. You never like that's like nothing in it made me go that's that's fake. Like it never took me out of it how fake mm, something was. True. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, yeah. it was really yeah really good. But so, total yeah, recalls. That good one too. Yeah, really. That good Disney Desi shut that up. Total Recall, like that's a movie I forget about every once in a while too. And that takes place on fake Mars, or maybe it's real Mars. We never know. We never <laughs> know. You know what's funny? It's based on that short story, right? Yeah. Um. Then they remade it with Colin Farrell, and I thought it was going to be different, but they ended up making like the exact same movie because they're like yeah, it's yeah. going to be closer to the story. I'm like, okay, this is fine. We <laughs> going fine. Let's do it. And then I watched him like you're making the same movie, but with yeah. Colin Farrell. And I like Colin Farrell; he's fine. But you're making the same. Why am I watching this movie? And it wasn't as it just doesn't have the charm of. Yeah. By the way, Arnold Schwarzenegger got paid um, 
what's it, 75 grand to do the commentary on Total Recall in <laughs> 2001. Freaking guy, man. Because his commentary is the best. <laughs> he got paid back. Well, this is back. Remember, oh, Wally's a good one. Wally's, Wally's a very good one. Yeah, Wally's really good. But, uh, yeah, no, like, Arnold commentaries on old-school DVD commentaries are the best because it always sounds like he's watching the movie for the first time ever as he's watching, as doing the commentary. Like, oh! Have you ever heard of the movie, oh, there's, there's a movie, what's it called, with James Vanderbeek, Rules of Engagement. It's called, I believe it's called <laughs> Rules of Engagement. Yeah, yeah. It's old. It's like, but there's a commentary on it by Carrot Top, who is not <laughs> in the movie, nor nor has he seen the movie, but he does a commentary on the movie while he's watching it. I wish more commentaries were like that. That's what I wish. <laughs> the best part of the Total Recall commentary is Paul Verhoeven, the director, is like, I'm, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then, and then Schwarzenegger goes, and I'm director Paul Verhoeven. It's like, can't do this. <laughs> this doesn't it's work. Like, yeah, it's just That's it's awesome. So good. Yeah. Oh, back when commentaries oh. were a thing. Shout out to uh, Spaceship Troopers. That would have been a good add on this. Spaceship what? Spaceship Troopers. Star. Oh yeah. yeah. That oh, sorry. Starship one. Troopers. <laughs> Starship actually, Troopers. That, I think that's an underrated movie. Actually, another Paul Verhoeven. And it has uh, uh, what's his name in it as well. It was a, actually a pretty good cast of that one too. Yeah, Starship Troopers right there. Yeah, yeah. Spaceship. <laughs> really good. Spaceship. That's that's the one you buy at Walmart. That's like, is this the movie? <laughs> Remember in the nineties when all Disney movies were being ripped off and they come yeah, on yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. The genie's pink oh instead of blue. So good. The good old mm. days when you can't do it. All right, this is episode three hundred twelve of the Rebel Scum podcast. Rebel Scum, and it's exciting that we might have something Star Wars to talk about next week. So, when does it yeah, come out? My, it's a Wednesday? Uh, so. Wednesday, yeah. So, I might have to get my Disney Plus subscription back up and running. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Seven-day free trial. We'll talk about it all at once. So just free trial. <laughs> I just got to keep logging in with different emails. We'll see if that works. <laughs> <laughs> they nice. have to know, right? They have to know. Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't know either. What's coming out? It's called The Bad Batch. Bad Batch. Uh, Disney Desi is actually probably in Olga's Cantina right now. <laughs> that I shouldn't I say that. There is some Star Wars content. Jedi Adventures, I believe. Uh, the, the, the kids show is like season two just came out. I'm like, oh, this show's up back again. <laughs> oh, and Ken, Cal Kestis wants to play... Uh, yes. Uh, What's-his-face wants to play Cal Kestis in live action, but he wants it to be worthwhile. Yeah, no kidding. You like money. I get it. We, we all get Actors want jobs. I, I don't know what that means either. I get it. We all want a paycheck. We all. It's like Dakota Johnson's like, I'll do a Madam Web 2. I know you will. I know you will. Money talk. <laughs> I love like people forget that Dakota Johnson isn't always the best interview, but they're like, whoa. I was like, come on. <laughs> we knew this about her. Just let her do her thing. I don't know if I've ever seen her in a movie. I think she was in The Office, apparently, so I probably saw that, but I don't know if I've ever watched a movie with Dakota Johnson. Not sure, because I didn't watch any of the uh, Shades no, no. of Grey. 
Yeah, I've never seen those. I don't know what else she's been in. Good question. <laughs> Madam Web. Madam Web. Uh, okay, that movie's gonna make a hundred billion dollars on hate watching alone, and I'm, I'm so excited for that. I'm just so excited for it. But I did, I will say, like, I, it's so the negativity is like so bizarre to me. Like, people are like proud at how much they hated, the, like, I'm glad to report it's as bad as you heard. What, who cares? Okay, just, <laughs> I don't care. Move and on. And then you pull five. Five people on the street and they're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> it's like, they're like, well, "What saw, is Madam Web?" <laughs> I, exactly. I saw the um, somebody posted the Rotten Tomatoes of Madam Web and Morbius, mm. and the critic score for Morbius is now higher than Madam Web. But you know what blew my mind the most was the the uh, audience score for Morbius was seventy one percent. It was seventy one percent audience score. Like were there was it reverse Madame Web where people were like we're gonna pretend we like Morbius so that Sony will re-release it in two weeks? Like was that the plan? Yeah, I don't probably. like I saw I saw Morbius. I gave it a solid six out of ten. And I when yeah. it goes down to under six dollars to buy, I will buy my word, I will buy it. It's so far it's only hit $7.99, and that's two dollars more than I'm willing to spend. But when it goes under that, I'll buy it. At six out of ten, that's what I gave it. I'm sure Madame Webb is probably in the same ballpark. Yeah. I was shocked that the audience score was that high just shocked i don't know <laughs> anyways um, yeah that's pretty yeah. true what we play that's the thing so i don't know I, I i think it's in the issue we're dealing with too is like there's so many different places to stream content that's like you pick and choose what you end up watching, right? So, yeah, exactly. All right, let's wrap it up. Anything else you want to say? Uh, no. Um, yeah. Uh, Bad Batch comes out next week, and Avatar: The Last ben- Airbender, which has our favorite X-wing pilot in it, uh, Carson Teva, aka Mr. Kim. As Uncle Iroh, so if you like him, he's probably going to be a lot in that show. So I'm very excited for that. I've never seen it. All right, everybody, thank you. (laughs) Everybody, thanks for watching. You know why? Because you were always scum. Rebel scum. Scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.